welcome to my podcast, The Instagram Stories. I'm Daniel Hill, Instagram educator. What I do on this podcast is interview people who have used the platform very well to get their tips, tricks, secrets, and all the good stuff that you want to know. I also take the time to teach people who are new to the platform what they need to know and give them suggestions about how they can improve their use of the platform. If you find this podcast helpful, valuable, or educational in any way, please do me a favor. Go on the iTunes store and write a review of this podcast. If you have specific feedback for me or you'd like to work together on a project, have me speak at your event or something else, please email me at daniel at danielhillmedia.com. Again, that's daniel at danielhillmedia.com. Here's today's show. This is the 11th episode of this podcast, and I'm trying something a little bit different from now on. Before each podcast, I'm going to share something slightly personal and see how that works out. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I heard Pat Flynn give this suggestion. And at the time, I thought, that's interesting. I'm not going to do that. But I've since revised my idea on that. Let's start with something basic. For those of you who don't know me, I'm going to give my top three favorite movies. My top three favorite movies are Star Wars, Sleepless in Seattle, and Limitless. I would like to know what your top three favorite movies are, so if you could email me at daniel at danielhillmedia.com, I would love to hear it. There's one more thing I want to mention about this episode. Typically, when I record this podcast, I ask the person I'm interviewing to record their side of the interview, then in post-production, I mix the two tracks together. This can take me a very long time. However, for this particular interview, not only am I interviewing one person, I'm actually interviewing three. So mixing all four tracks together, my side of the conversation included, took me some time. You may notice there's some issues with the audio, but uh, really did my best. And shout out to the guys at Overland Unlimited for taking the time to let me interview them. Here's the show. All right, so welcome to the podcast. Today I have Overland Unlimited, the entire team. Welcome. Glad guys. to be here. How are you doing? Thank you. How are you doing? All right, so Overland Unlimited includes Neil, Steve, and Shane. So maybe if you guys can kind of introduce yourselves individually, Neil, maybe you can go first and talk a little bit about you know where you're you're coming from and how you've been using Instagram, what you like about it, all that kind of stuff, just to get started. It's alphabetical. <laughs> um, Actually, wait, wait, hold on. For those of us who, who are not familiar with Overland Unlimited, first, explain what it is, Neil. Um, Overland Unlimited is an Instagram page um, that we've started um, to kind of uh, serve the uh, everyday guy um, that o- likes to overland, uh, likes to get out and explore the outdoors. Um, so we, we really try and highlight. We have some bigger guys, but we really try and highlight the smaller guy. Um, uh, because we've seen so many big accounts doing these things. So we wanted to, to get a part of the community and uh, really uh, show what the uh, everyday guy can do with themselves. Okay, so if someone is unfamiliar with overlanding, can you explain exactly what it is? Oh, man, I'm definitely not the guy to explain this. <laughs> I'll jump in. Uh, so, you know, our, our page is around uh, this thing we call overlanding, which is it's very similar to off-roading. 
but I, I like to call it off-roading with a focus. So, you know, uh, off-roading, you know, can just be like, hey, I'm going to take my truck, you know, hold my beer. I want to see if I can make it through this mud pit or over these rocks. It's, it's kind of like very much a rite of passage type of thing. Whereas overlanding is geared towards people. There's off-roading is definitely part of it, but there's a focus. You're trying to make it from point A to B preferably on a multi-day trip, camping and living out of your vehicle. So it's, it's kind of that off-roading is one of the exercises that comes up, but it's that off-roading with a focus. And I think we've basically turned into curators of content where uh, while we do feature some really uh, incredible vehicles, we, we've kind of tried to have a motto where it's like we, we feature the extraordinary, but we also cater to the ordinary. So we try to, try to do a mix of, of everybody in there. Okay, so let's talk about that. We'll, we'll go into the other questions I asked later, or we'll just skip them. That's totally fine. So one of the things that I think is really great about this is you said, okay, here's a community that we want to be part of. We want to start a community. We want to help those people who are kind of not really noticed because they're small and they're just doing this for fun. And we want to feature those people, right? Now, where'd you come up with that idea? So, I think it's Steve's turn to talk. <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll take this one. Uh, I, I think Shane kind of touched upon it uh, briefly. You know, this whole thing started as kind of on, on a whim. Uh, you know, we were having discussions back and forth with our friends and one thing led to another. And, and we ended up just kind of posting pictures of our own vehicles and our own things because we felt that we were, uh, you know, the ordinary guy who may not be able to take a month-long trip out west or may not be able to get every single modification on, on his truck. And that kind of snowballed into us wanting to feature other people, to us wanting to try and find people who had similar interests, but, you know, for whatever reason, had only a limited amount of time or a limited budget. And we wanted to see what they were capable of. Uh, and as we started doing that, we realized that there's a big untapped community here of people who can look at all of the larger accounts, but who they themselves might not be at that level. So we kind of wanted to give them, you know, a, a soapbox to stand on. and We wanted to give them a voice. Uh, and we did so by interacting with a lot of them, you know, and, and personally, I think I have to give Shane a lot of the credit for actually talking to a lot of our members. Um, he's really involved with messaging them day in and day out. Uh, and, you know, it's been able to get us in touch with them and to hear a lot of their stories. And, and honestly, I've been blown away by the feedback we've gotten from people. Okay, so let's, there's so much good stuff there. And, and my favorite part is that you found a community and you built around it, right? And I think the lesson there, which is if anybody's listening to this, you're into beer or you're into Pokemon or you're into My Little Pony or whatever it is that you're into, you can find a community of people who are into that too, who aren't being served or don't feel like they're part of a group. And you guys are starting with people who feel excluded and including them. Is that a fair description of what you're doing? I'd say that's a pretty big percentage of the people we're reaching out to. It's, it's certainly not uh, just that group, but, um, you know, we try to, there's, there's no one that ever approaches us or that we have approached in the past that we've said, now we're not going to feature your vehicle or your page or your adventures. So, uh, yeah, no one gets excluded uh, unless it's something particularly crude or unsavory, uh, which we haven't really run into. But, um, yeah, we, we try to make sure that, you know, like, like there's, there's no cool club that we want to cut people out of. So we, we can, I think everybody has a cool story. I th we think that people are interesting 
uh, innately, and everyone's got a cool angle and a different story and different experience that led them to this. And that's really what we try to do is not just feature like, hey, here's a cool truck like this. It's here's the person behind the truck. Here's how they got into or or car. Sorry, we don't want to exclude anyone. Here's how they got into it. Uh, here's what led to this. This is what they did. And I think it's always interesting. So how do you get the people to tell you their stories? How do you um, find out the details? Because they might just say, oh, I'm into this and, and here's some pictures. But you want the backstory. You want the details that really get people excited. How do you do that? You do that over direct message. And how do you draw the people out? We, uh, we do it over direct message. Um, it, would this be an OK time maybe to actually talk about our, our first kind of post that, that led to all of this? Yeah. So, absolutely, absolutely. you know, it was nice of Steve to give me the, the, some credit for it or a shout out, but it totally fell into it by accident. We decided like, hey, let's curate content. Let's focus, you know, like let's feature some people. And we wanted to have a little more behind it. And, and we know that there's this, uh, this kind of Instagram etiquette of it's okay to repost other people's content as long as, you, uh, as long as you tag them in it, you know, as long as you give them a shout out. And... I don't know why we, we knew that that was good etiquette, but I think we felt uh, a little nervous about that at first. So we started, we just messaged a bunch of people and said, Hey, would you mind if we reposted this? We like what you're doing. And I think we were really blown away at the feedback just from that, that people were like, thank you so much for asking me first. Like nobody's ever done that. Uh, so we did a few of those. We didn't really think much about it. And the feedback was so big just because we, we wrote a few words about them rather than just, post just posting a pretty picture that was kind of like clickbait uh and it was like week one and we were like i think we stumbled on something here like i remember the call with me steve and neil and we were like i remember neil asked me he's like shane did is this what your plan was and i was like no <laughs> like I, I wish i could take credit for it but no we, i think we were just trying to be nice um and yeah the feedback was I think even now, like seven months later, we're still shocked at the feedback sometimes when people are like really stoked that we reached out to them, got their backstory, asked them questions about themselves, engaged personally, and then wrote basically a mini article on them. I, I just think that's the exact way to do it, no matter what you're interested in. If you want to build a community around it and you want to, because where does it go, right? Like fast forward six months from now or a year from now. Do you plan some sort of conference or event or maybe you meet up in the woods and, you know, do something where everyone gets together for that kind of event all because you started this community? I think that's where it's going. Right. And then you're in the great position of being the guys who started it. You connected everybody. Everyone knows who you are. Where does that lead to? I think that's so, so fascinating. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> if, if I may um, interject. Sure. Just to just to read you some of the comments that some people are reading uh, or, or messaging us. Uh, for instance, VR524V commented, thank you so much. You and your site are amazing and exactly what Instagram, Instagram needs more of. I appreciate all you do and I am so happy my family and I can be a part of it. I mean, it's Instagram. How cool is that? You yeah. know? Now, these are relationships oh. that, you know, next time people need something or... Um, want to connect with someone, they're going to think of you guys as the people to connect other people with, right? I think that's uh, where it really starts to grow, which is really where you want to be. 
Yeah, definitely. It, it puts us in a really good position, like you said, to, you know, six months from now, a year from now, wherever we do want to take this, it's great knowing that we have the support of a community that, you know, six months ago, we had no idea even existed. So just hearing all that feedback from not only local people, but we've heard from people literally a- across the world. You know, we've featured people from uh, from Jordan, from Israel, from Australia and Canada. Uh, and just hearing feedback from people that far away is, is actually really cool. Have you guys noticed from the posts that you've made that certain t- posts do better than others? A few have jumped out at me, like ones that feature dogs or, you know, different things like that. Have there been certain posts that do really well? I'm just curious because I always feel like faces do best on Instagram. That's why I asked that question. Well, personally, you know, we've had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Uh <laughs> Personally, it's it's been kind of tough for me to figure out uh, what it is that people seem to like. Uh, you know, we've had posts that do really well, and uh, other ones that to me seem to have similar content or you know similar pictures uh, that that don't do as well. So I mean, I personally like seeing really high quality photos, uh, whether it's of a person or of a of a car. In in our case. Um, but I, you know, I like seeing really well done, really high quality photos on, on my end, at least. I, I don't know what you think, Shane. Yeah, I, I, so Steve and I are junkies when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to the, the kind of insights page on our, on our business profile. And, um, you know, we look at it all the time and sometimes we're like, oh, this is going to be a big, a big post. You know, like, like sometimes we know we're like, this content's right. cool. It's really unique. It's, it's, it's something cool. And then there's times where we're just like, wow, I'm surprised that one. There's been some where I think Steve called me once and he was like, I'm so upset that that wasn't bigger. It was like such an incredible. Right. It, I remember it well. It was like a, a defender from Norway that was like, it, well, they lived in Norway. They imported it from Italy. It was an old police Land Rover Defender. Like it was awesome. And it, and it didn't blow up as much as the other ones. And then there's some that come out of nowhere and we're just like, wow, that blew up. So, um, you know, we can predict some of it. There's, you know, we have some features we created around uh, women who wheel. We do on Wednesdays. We do tails on t- trails Tuesday, which are dog focused. We do ones for people outside of the United States because those are really unique. But I mean, sometimes it's so random. I, I'm surprised we can't predict it more, but I guess that's part of the fun that, uh, <laughs> that everybody has a unique story and we can't predict how people are going to respond to it. That's super interesting. Uh, and, and I think we all get frustrated at times with posts that we think are going to do better than they do. So it's really good to hear that even from, you know, you guys who are having such great success that sometimes it doesn't always go exactly the way that you, you plan. Can you guys talk a little bit about your strategy? You mentioned having a schedule of posts, but can you talk a little bit about how you've grown? You mentioned before about directly reaching out to people that you want to feature, but exactly kind of what has been your, your plan and strategy to grow this community? Sure. So we, we have, uh, I'd say, a, a couple different tiers that we, we try and, and focus on for, for growing. Um, definitely our, our posts are probably take up the, the bulk of the time. Um, so we have a pretty long spreadsheet of all the people that have ever messaged us, all the people that we keep in contact with. Uh, we take their information, we get their, their vehicles, their histories, you know, any cool things they want us to mention, and then we log all of that. Uh, so when it comes time to write a post, we have somewhere to pull it from, we get a post ready, uh, and then we can schedule it. We usually have it about, you know, 
from a day to a week in advance, we'll have all of our posts ready to go. Uh, and yeah. Hang on, hang on. So you said you put it all in a spreadsheet. You put, and I think that's really smart, right? Because do you want to see it? Do you want to see it? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not really going to come in for the audio uh, experience. But so, okay, you even put the entire post, like so-and-so is from here and this is what they do and this is the things they worked on on their truck or what you put that all in the Excel spreadsheet as part of the post, we, what's we going to go on the post? There, the main facts, you know, the, the, the main points that we want to kind of go over their, their, obviously their name, where they're from, the vehicle and any interesting points using that and, uh, the direct message conversations that we have with everybody that helps us to create a personalized and unique, uh, post for each and every individual. Uh, so it, it, you know, it, it comes That's down awesome. to, the, the one of us that is writing uh, the, the post. Uh, but on the other end of it, uh, I'd, I'd have to say Neil kind of takes uh, the brunt of this one is our following and, and unfollowing and keeping track of all of that stuff. Uh, he really handles that well. Now, do you guys use an app for that part of things? And how has that gone? Um, so we first started out, um, you know, I was just going on hashtags, you know, searching people and just going after all, you know, everybody that's commenting, everybody that's showing interest. Um, and, uh, I realized my marriage was going down the hill. No. <laughs> it can take a lot of time really quick. No, absolutely. It, it does. Um, and I, and I still do that from time to time, just reaching out to people, um, commenting on everybody's posts, um, and really just engaging people. That's really, I think what is, uh, is people are, are really liking that we do. We're engaging, we're, you know, we're not just like, hey, check out our page. Uh, we really uh, go in depth and talk to people uh, and show interest in them, personal interest. Uh, but because we did want to grow at uh, a faster rate um, and, and something that we found Instagram was causing a problem with was their algorithms that I'm sure you know are constantly changing. Oh, it's very fun. <laughs> yeah. So even even when we would try, I would I would sit down and, you know, attack, you know, a bunch of people at a time, 10, 20, uh, 50, 100, whatever it is, it would hit a limit. Um, and it really got frustrating. Um, so that's when we did a little bit more research. Um, and we did uh, come across an app um, that will uh, follow and unfollow people. Um, and it seems to be very successful. Uh, it's kind of our, you know, marketing thing. Um, and uh, we, we did have some feedback that uh, some people weren't uh, happy about because uh, we didn't know exactly how it was working. Um, it was following people multiple times. Um, it could have been my fault getting a little too aggressive with it. Um, but uh, I think we've, we've toned it down and, and we're, we're going at a good rate uh, to try and get, out, get our name out to the community and, and reach more people and um, service them. Um, so th I think the app has been working great. Um, our numbers definitely uh, go up uh, at, uh, at a good good rate when we use it. It's funny because people ask me all the time, oh, do you recommend apps to do that? Or, and, and I think every situation is different. And you never want to come across, like you said, where you, you're following and unfollowing multiple times. And people are just going to get annoyed and, and they're going to notice. But it's kind of that time to figure out the settings where you, you make sure you have it exactly right. And, and it, it can be a very, very tricky thing to get right. So there's definitely a learning curve there. Sure. And I just wanted to add for anybody listening, uh, it wasn't that I was trying to do it on purpose. Um, and 
you know, when we do unfollow, it's for people that um, aren't following us back. So the app is supposed to um, uh, unfollow anybody who's not following us back. Maybe Shane, Shane can uh, elaborate on that. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, uh, you know, I was thinking back to when this all started. And like, like Neil said, b- before it was almost destroying his marriage and his, uh, you know, the, the raising of his newly born child. So for all the haters out there, he's trying to bring a, a, like a, a, a three-month-old into the world. Um, but there were actually times the three, we were doing it ourselves. We would follow people and unfollow people. And, and some people I know they can, they, they can question that, but our method was basically like, Hey, we're not trying to cram anything down anyone's throat. Following people is our form of advertising. No one knows if we exist unless we reach out to them and short of a a personal message, if we follow them, it's a little nudge that says, Hey, we exist. If someone sees our page and they're not interested in it, they're of course not obligated to follow. But we had cases when we were doing this naturally ourselves, where we got blacklisted by Instagram for one or two days at a time, so many times before we were using the app, just, just us doing things on our page as human beings maybe because there were three of us, maybe because we were just doing a lot at once. So we actually turned to the app to throttle what we were doing because, and since we've started using the app, we actually haven't had that problem in, in probably four or five months. So there were periods where people reached out to us and like we couldn't even message them back sometimes because we had to wait 24 hours before we could like message new people because we got blacklisted. So the app was something we had to do and yeah, we, we ran into one particular person that was very unhappy with us and called us out for, oh, you're using a bot. We explained him how we used it and we discussed it. We felt very bad that it was annoying someone. So we talked about strategies to overcome that so it, it wouldn't be that way in the future. But So um, a lot of good stuff there. I can't say for sure, but I am willing to bet that three different people logging in to the same account from three different <laughs> um, phones or and, and IPs and, and uh, following and following. It was probably the re- I mean, I'm not, I can't say for sure. I think that's part of it. But uh, allowing just one centralized, whether it's a bot or a person, to do that, I think probably made the difference in there, which I think is very, very interesting. Um, I don't personally have any experience yeah, we, in that. We, so that's, uh, that's we, we tested that for you. So you, you, can, you can use that. <laughs> it, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Learn, learn from that experience. So um, if you were going to start this all over again and say you guys were going to do something else that you're interested in, like co- something completely unrelated, I, I can't think of a good example. What's a good example of something else you guys are interested in? You might one day do this kind of thing for. Okay, fishing. Say you were going to do this again for fishing and you guys know that you like to fish and, and you know that there are people out there who want to talk about fish on Instagram. How would you do it? What would you... What would you do again or what would you not do again to get to the point that you're at right now? <laughs> Quite honestly, I actually think I would do most of it the same. Uh, I think we stumbled on a formula that works that I think we could port over to other industries. There's a few, I, I'm, well, I'll let you guys speak about it. I've, I've talked enough, but I'd probably cool it with, with the app a little bit just to make sure we're not too aggressive um, and pass that. I don't know, hire people to do it because it's turned into a lot of work. <laughs> we've, I think we've all been blown away by we thought this would be a fun thing, which it is, but it's turned into a lot of work. It's, it, there's a lot to keep up with it. Um, Steve mentioned our spreadsheets before. We have this one guy on the team that's a total nerd. He likes to make spreadsheets. But uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing you sh- you sh- you share the spreadsheet in Google Drive <laughs> we or do. OneDrive or we, something. We similar. do. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, at, at one point we had like 90 different people in the queue that reached out to us that wanted to be featured. So without a spreadsheet, like, there's wow. no way we would have we would have been able to keep. They would have been lost, and we wanted to make sure that we didn't lose anyone, that no one felt like they were looked over. So if anybody's listening to this and we missed you, please message us because it was an accident. We work really hard to make sure nobody gets missed. But that's what you want, right? That's how you keep um, satisfied users, satisfied community members is by making sure that each person feels addressed and, and cared for. So that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely all about finding a balance. Um, you know, it's, it can be a bit of a double-edged sword if you're trying to grow as quickly as possible uh, because A, you know, you may offend people because of the methods you use and, and B, you may find yourself growing faster than you can keep up with. Um, so I think definitely finding a pace that the three of us can keep up with took some time uh, and we, we were starting to settle into it. Uh, and I think that that was a really important step in allowing us to keep going with momentum because there, there were a few points where, you know, we all felt overwhelmed and we, we didn't really think if this was going to keep going, you know, if, if we could even sustain it because there was just so much work, you know, so much more than, than we had anticipated. Um, but definitely keeping organized and having a plan and managing that plan at a moderate pace, one that, you know, you can manage uh, is definitely something that has helped us to stay afloat. Now, let me ask you guys this question. If somebody came to you and they had a product or a service that was um, not marketed very well, and say they were a fishing pole company or something, and they wanted you to build a community like this, do you guys feel that you've learned enough from your whole, your experience to do this professionally for someone else? Because I definitely feel like you guys are in a really good place to do that. Money talks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd be, so you guys are taking offers. I, All right, I see. I'd definitely goes. be willing to give it a try. I, I think we've learned a lot. And, you know, when we first started this, we all said, so there, there were a few people that were involved in it. And, and uh, Neil, Steve, and myself, um, we said, like, hey, this is a social experiment. This is something we're going to do for fun. It's a fun side project. It's an excuse for us to get together and talk. But we agreed that we were going to approach it as a business, not with the expectation that it would turn into a business. Um, not that we thought this was going to blow it up into a big thing, but we just decided that if we're not approaching it with that mindset, we wouldn't have any focus, we would lose interest, and it really wouldn't be that fun. So um, there's a lot of benefits to it. I mean, both Neil and Steve own their own businesses, and they could speak to this, but I think the things we've learned on this page as this social experiment I know has helped Steve tremendously on his own business Instagram page. We've we've started to apply a lot of the same things. So yeah, I think we've learned things. I think it's benefited us in our personal lives and given us more 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 insight into this world. That's awesome. Is there any specific posts you guys want to talk about? Either um, something that you've really liked or that you've particularly posted that you want to discuss or anything along those lines? Uh, well, I uh, I did have. A couple posts that uh, I've always been kind of attached to. Uh, there was one back in March, and uh, I think it was Jay Jawbreaker was the account name, and he's got it's it's one of my favorite vehicles. It's a it's an old Land Cruiser. Jay Jawbreaker. <laughs> 
it's a it's an FJ60. It's you know it's this like dark forest green, and it's just a beautiful setup. And his story was amazing. Um, I honestly I don't remember how well the post did if it did well at all, but it was always one of my favorite ones. And he was just such a cool guy to talk to. Uh, and that that alone is one of the best things about this is that you you get to see every single kind of vehicle and every single kind of setup and the people behind them and uh you know we've we've met some really really interesting folks with some incredible vehicles and that that was one of them for me anyways yeah i mean i i could list quite a few i i just i looked at the the spreadsheet real quick we we started in the very end of january we've done 352 posts since then we do two every day so i mean there's countless that that we could pick that we've loved but um there's a few shining examples uh there's there's been some great people but the one that's probably I still can't get over the most is uh, an account by the name of Dropped Alpha. Uh, I invite everyone to check him out, even if you're not into cars, you'll love this thing because it's a night. If I remember correctly, it's a 1971 uh, Alfa Romeo 105 GT that literally came over from Italy, got dropped off the back of a rollback, and rather than scrapping it, they said, "Let's just do something fun with it." So they lifted it, put mud tires on it, and turned it into a canyon racer in California. And the thing is just. It's so awesome in every single way. Like I would, I would trade. I'm, I'm looking at the pictures now. They are quite, quite. I would, I would awesome. trade Neil's Neil's infant for that. <laughs> hot second. I mean, it's wow. beautiful. <laughs> I'm so okay, willing to give up a kid that's not yours for. I get it. No, I, I have get no it. attachment. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Now, have you guys thought about taking these stories to the next level and doing a podcast or doing something like that? You know, the 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 amount of ideas that have crossed all of our paths. <laughs> you know, we're, we're we're all kind of like in the cloud when it comes to ideas and, and brainstorming. We all love talking about ideas, and I I know I, I don't know if we've talked about a podcast, but uh, I know we wanted to do you know a series of interviews. We wanted to maybe do some short road trips and meet up with some of the people that, that we've met, whether they're local at first or, or not. Um, you know, a lot of people have really interesting stories and, and they've talked to us about them and they've been willing to, to tell us more and to meet us in person. Uh, you know, obviously time is kind of an issue. Our schedules are kind of an issue, but um, that's always kind of been something that we've had on the back burner. And I'm, I'm sure Shane and Neil have, you know, just as many ideas. <laughs> Shane's over there bursting at the seams. Yeah, we have we have too many ideas. Uh, it, we we joke a lot because Neil and I are, are similar personality types, and and we we have ideas all the time. And I call Steve's like our great moderator because like Neil and I will bounce back and forth, and we'll be like talking, and Neil's just like quiet on the phone call, and he soaks in all of this information rather than talking like idiots like the two of us do. And then he'll just come out with a perfectly reasonable thing that's like, yeah, we can't do all those things, but what if we did this? And I'm like. I'm really glad we have you, Steve, because otherwise we'd probably like just crash, burn, and fail. Because uh, we have we have more ideas than we can shake a stick at, and we all have, we all have families. We don't have time to to do them all. Right, and but that makes sense. You want to pick what's going to be the most bang for your buck time wise, right? And makes the most sense for where you guys want to go. So, how can people find you guys, and where are you going next? Those are the t- those are the two questions anybody can answer one, either one. Mm. Well, you can find us on Instagram at, uh-oh, I better double check this, overland underscore unlimited. 
Um, we also have a website that's under construction right now that a good friend of ours, uh, Micah, is working very hard on. Um, so that's, is it overland-unlimited.com? I should really know this. I should have gotten my details <laughs> together before I came here. Uh, you, can't, you can't use an underscore on websites, so we had to make it a dash. Um, so yeah, you can find us there. And where are we going next? Uh, we have lots of different ideas, but we, we'd certainly like to expand it. Um, we've had some people that are asking us for merchandise, like wearable T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts. So that's something that we, we want to get very soon if we can. Of course, all these things cost money to produce, so that's certainly one of the holdups. Um, and right now, this, this isn't something that's, uh, we're, we're not making any money off of this. This is something that we're doing because we like this community. If it pays off later, that's great. If not, we got great experience from it. Um, you know, we'd love to grow the website into being able to do larger articles on these people like we're doing. So instead of just a short Instagram post, do actual articles. Uh, like Steve brought out, if we could turn this into some sort of an episodic uh, YouTube series where even if it's once a month or something like that, we're going out to people to tell their story through video, uh, it would be awesome, but time will tell. What you got, Neil? I know you're busting with ideas. <laughs> well, as Shana uh, mentioned, the, the ENFP, uh, I could go on for hours. Um, but, you know, like you discussed, um, things like uh, YouTube, uh, really bringing our content up. Uh, we curate because uh, there's a lot better uh, content makers out there. Um, but we would love to get into the actual content making, um, upping our game in, in photography and video editing skills. Um, so I think uh, branching out into the other avenues of uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, um, and, and YouTube. And, you know, maybe we'll have a friend that calls us up, uh, you know, and does a podcast every now and then too. <laughs> That's exactly what you want. All right, guys, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks to for having us. Yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure. Um, yeah. That concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you could just take a moment to go on the iTunes store or wherever you get podcasts and write a brief review of this podcast, I would really appreciate it, especially if it's positive. If you have some feedback, things that I should work on, please send me an email at daniel at danielhillmedia.com and I will respond as soon as I can. Thank you so much again for listening.